Hello, thank you for joining us <clears throat> in our Bible study today. We are looking at the book of Colossians, and um, we're being greatly helped, I think, by the truth. I, I know I certainly am, and I hope you are too. And if you're being helped by it, could I ask you this? Would you uh, hit the share button uh, there and share it so that others can be blessed and encouraged by it too? Today we're going to look at Colossians 2, verse 18 and 19, and uh, perhaps we'll look at it tomorrow as well. But verse 18 says, Let no man beguile you uh, of your reward in a voluntary humility, uh, and <clears throat> worshipping of angels, intruding into those things which he hath not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind, and not holding the head from which all the body by joints and bands, having nourishment, ministereth, and knit together, increaseth uh, with the increase of God. Now let me just give you the background here. Uh, Paul is dealing with an error. The purpose for writing the letter uh, to the Colossians is to deal with the error. And the error, error deals with the deity of Christ. By the way, Usually, when Satan spins out an error, uh, it affects the deity of Christ because Satan knows that if you can affect the deity of Christ, you can uh, really derail uh, the faith of people. Uh, you can render null and void the sacrifice of the cross. And, and he knows that that's the way to derail it. So, so he's, he's going to always go after that. So you and I need to understand that, uh, that uh, he will very often uh, try and hinder us uh, from... Uh, seeing Jesus for who he is, all right? Now, let me just explain the verse to you, because it's a little bit awkward for us. Uh, let no man beguile you. The idea that there is to steal you of your reward, right? Let no man beguile you of your reward. In a voluntary humility, a pretended humility, and a worshipping of angels, that's the issue he's dealing with here, uh, in true intruding into those things which he hath not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind, and not holding the head from which all the body, by joints and bands, having nourishment, ministereth and knit together, increaseth with the increase of God. First of all, don't let anyone steal your reward. Do you know that the Lord Jesus Christ has laid out rewards that you and I should be seeking? We'd like to think that we're good enough, uh, that we don't need rewards, we're going to do it all because we love him. Uh, but we're not. How do we know that? Because he laid out rewards. He said, here's the rewards. And um, uh, if we serve him, if we serve him in, in the spirit, uh, if we live by faith, uh, then what's going to happen is at the end, uh, our, work, our works are going to be tested by fire. Uh, the, 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 what's done in the flesh will be burned up, uh, wood, hay, stubble. But, but what's left? Gold silver, precious stones, those are going to be something we're rewarded from. You and I should be looking to those. We should be living with an eye to rewards. We're not staying here long. We're passing through and we want to have rewards. Now, what he's saying is that the deception in the Colossian church has the ability to steal the rewards these people are earning. And do you know that uh, Satan's deceptions can derail you in your spiritual walk and uh, it doesn't mean you won't be saved, but what it does mean is that when you stand before the Lord, uh, you'll have lived a lot of your time, a lot of your life uh, <clears throat> in the flesh, and it won't count for rewards. So he says, don't let them steal uh, your rewards. Then he says this, <clears throat> in a voluntary humility, a pretended humility. Uh, humility is a very important issue for believers. You can't be spiritual without humility. Uh, we are a people that were saved uh, because a man 2,000 years ago uh, who uh, loved us, uh, though we didn't care about him, 
went to a cross and paid the price for our sins on that cross. And this God-man is the only reason you and I can lift our head and hope for heaven. We're supposed to be humble people. But humility can be feigned. It can be pretend. And these people were coming in pretending to be humble to gain a hearing. I'm always reminded when I think of pretended humility of Uriah Heep and David Copperfield. And Uriah Heep is one of the characters. <coughs> and um, he, is, he, he announces himself in the book as your humble servant, Uriah Heep. And he does it several times. Now, he's anything but humble. All the while, he's scheming to take over the company. He's schemed, scheming to take over from David Copperfield uh, all that he owns. And he succeeds after a measure, but the story turns around uh, and he loses it all again. But Uriah Heep, your humble servant, always makes me think of um, a feigned humility. Be wise. Don't let pretend humility uh, take you in. And... Um, <clears throat> And we'll come back to this text tomorrow, but let me leave you with this thought because it's so important. And not holding the head from which all the body by joints and hands, having nourishment, ministereth and knit together, increaseth with the increase of God. You see, what Satan is always trying to do is to get your focus off Jesus. In this case, it's off Jesus onto angels. For many, it's off Jesus onto Mary. It's off Jesus onto something else. And once he gets your focus off him, you've lost the center. You've lost the power. Don't let that happen. Let Jesus be the focus of your life today. We'll come back and we'll finish this off tomorrow.